Dunya Nyaltita and the Escape from Hate. On a warm, balmy evening, two friends, Khalur Bint Lerhad and Henny Hawk, began their stroll back home through Perro Forest after bidding their bad good friend goodbye for the night. Henny was chirping excitedly to Khalur about all the fun they had at the party the burgers threw. <laughs> when we pulled Broomami out, you tripped on your tail. <laughs> Henny laughed, her voice trailing off into the thick surrounding of the forest. And then I pretended I was trying to do a flipses. Khalur squealed joyfully. All of a sudden... A creature leaped out at Khalur onto her back. Yahoo! Oh, it's just Dunya Mialtita, Henny reassured Khalur. Dunya Mialtita. I told you not to sneak up on me like that, Khalur warned. I am sorry, I am sorry. Danya Mialtita repeated while trying to suppress laughter. That party was buzz as mule! Mialtita screamed triumphantly as they walked past a pasture of grazing moo mooers. Those barkers always have really fun parties, Henny replied. I wish I was barker, Mialtita bemoaned. But... Why? Khalur wondered aloud. I love being a mule. What fun is being mule? Mialtita asked. I like sound of bark. And plus burgers can go potty wherever they want. They just do what they are told. Why do you think about these things? Khalur asked angrily. A meow is more elegant than a berk, and I like having the same place where I can go putty scissors. And I like doing as I please. Henny interrupted. Every single thing in this world has its good and bad parts. I love who I am, even the bad parts. Mialtita grew quiet and started dragging her paws in the dirt. She didn't want to be with Khalur and Henny anymore. She wanted to be alone. Khalur! Henny! A voice cried out in the distance. It was a moo-mooer named Maria. Henny and Khalur ran towards her. Maria! We have not talked in a while! How's the new birthday? Henny chirped. Oh, he eats a lot, Maria said. Do you want some milk, Huller? Is that your friend over there? Maybe she wants some too. Maria called out to Dunya Mialtita, who couldn't resist fresh creamy milk and ran over as fast as she could. While Khalur and Dunya Mialtita sucked away at Maria's udders, Henny told Maria about how Mialtita wanted to be a barker. 
funny you mention that. Mm, we have a moo moo out here who runs a school for barkers. He has had many meows in that school. I remember. Milkita, with milk still dribbling down her chin, turned to Maria and asked, Where is that school and how can I get in? Let me call him over here. He's really nice. All right now. Oh, here we go. drinking her fill of milk and walked over to where Henny was sitting before dropping on the floor for a nap. Henny sighed. Milk always does that to Cholur. When the moo-mooer, Senor Carlos, arrived, Doña Mialtita was all questions. How long does it take to become dog? Will I learn to bark? Can we do something about my ears? Senor Carlos beamed. Hmm, yeah. So many questions. What an eager friend we have here. I love her. While Senor and Mialtita talked, Hull roused from her nap and eyed Senor suspiciously. Henny! Have you ever seen a moo-mooer so small in your entire lives? Choler whispered. Choler, that's not a kind comment to make, Henny cautioned. It is not like that, Henny! Look, he does not look like a cow at all! Look at his tails! Choler said while pointing to Senor's long furry tail that coiled and rattled while he spoke. So what? Have you seen every moo-mooer in the world? Maybe he just comes from somewhere else and looks different from the rest of the moo-mooers we've ever seen. Choler was quiet for a moment. Henny did have a point. Maybe Senor was from somewhere else. Excuse me, Choler interrupted. Senor, where are you from? Born and raised on the grasses of Peru Forest, he replied. Oh, 
I see, Hler replied as Senor crinkled his nose at her. In the hill! Would a moo mooer know anything about being a burger? Hler asserted. I was born and raised next to them. They grew up in the fields with me. The moo mooer snapped Bick. With that, Honey grabbed Hler's paw. Well, we should get going now, and it's really dark, and it's light, and uh, best of luck with everything there, teacher. It was really nice meeting you, Senor Carlos. Hullard and Honey turned around to once again begin their journey back home. Honey, I have a bad feeling about all of this, Hullard groaned. Okay, Hullard. So then what do you think Senor Carlos is if he's not a murmurer? Henny demanded. If I told you, you would think I've gone all Miori, Huller mumbled. Besides, how can you be okay with any of this? Doña Miotita should be happy with who she is, not try to be something she is not. That's her choice. You can't control what she wants. Color sighed. There is something fishy going on here, honey. Your sizes. You smell fish, Hola. You're such a mirror, honey said with a smirk and a giggle. Oh, that does it, honey! Hola chased after her feathered friend and gave her a powerful smack. Next morning, the two friends awoke to scratching at the base of their big banyan tree. Henny was lazily hanging off the top branches, and Hulur was nestled into a cozy crook near the center of the tree. Henny opened one eye, only to find Big Gourl Sparrow flying near her head. Another hour at least, Hulur cried out. Big Gorl shrieked. Why? Why? Hullard moaned. Henny stretched her wings out and yawned. What is it, big girl? It's Senor Carlos! Hullard nearly rolled off the tree nook she was cozily napping in. He, why, he left early this morning! What? In a boat! What? Training to become beggars. He didn't say where they were going or anything. I knew there was something off about that Senor Holler yelled. Just wait a minute, Holler, Henny cautioned. There is nothing to wait for, Henny. You know someone is up to no good when they sneak around like that. He did not even tell anyone. Big Gowrl just happened to see him. I agree with you, Hula. It's just, we have to calm down and think about a plan. 
Khalid walked away from the two friends to be alone for a little while. She sat next to a willow tree, who was also not in the mood to talk. Henny and Big Gawurl spoke softly near the banyan tree while waiting for Khalid to finish having her quiet time. What do you know about Senor? Henny inquired. Nobody really knows anything about him except for Maria, Big Gawurl responded. Curious, Henny thought out loud to herself. I think we need to visit Maria and talk to her. Eek! Henny and Big Girl squawked when they suddenly noticed Khalur sitting behind them and listening in. Oh, Khalur! I thought you were still sitting by the willow! Big Gawrl exclaimed. I am ready now if all of you are, Khalur said determinedly. Hopper Rod Bibes will get there faster. When the three friends arrived at Perro Forest, they found Maria preparing a sweet grass salad and singing to her baby. Maria! 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 The three friends shouted. Maria's older child, Pela, came running down from Polvo Field as soon as he heard the voices of his friends. Hello! <laughs> Binger! He shouted. When Maria saw the three friends, she turned around and ran in the other direction past her son. I do not think she wants to talk to us, honey. Cholur bemoaned. But I'm sure Pela knows something, Henny commented. You guys, what are you <laughs> doing here? Wanna play boom on Pela said eagerly. We love boom on Cholur squealed with delight. But the thing is, Peta, our friend Doña Mialpleta is in big trouble, Honey lamented. Trouble? Pela said eagerly. Can I <laughs> help? Well, maybe. What could you tell us about Senor Collars? Um, when his students walk around the field <laughs> at break time, they don't usually have nice things <laughs> to say about him. Like what? Uh, he's mean. <laughs> Anything else? A lot of his students <laughs> leave fast, and he leaves a lot. <laughs> he leaves a lot? Henny questioned. But Pela had already lost interest in the conversation and was munching on the sweetgrass salad his mother had prepared earlier. Pela? Huller hollered. 
What? <laughs> That's all I really know. Oh. And Mama loves him. <laughs> but she said it would never work. <laughs> Why? Holer pressed. Uh, something... Something about how... <laughs> he could never love himself? <laughs> Holer and Henny exchanged puzzled looks. So can we play Boom on Yo now? <laughs> Begged Pela. Once we find Donya Miarteta, we'll come back to play with you, Henny promised. And with that, the three friends flew to the edge of Perro Forest where the Barrancoso River began. Well, they could be anywhere by now. Penny sighed once the friends arrived at the shoreline. Seeing is, we just ate. We should have enough energy to fly for miles. Uh, I guess we could fly around and see if we can find them. Penny said with a slight smile. She always appreciated how Holler made her feel better when she felt discouraged or down. Big Goro. How about you go westes and we will go eastes? Cholor asked. Of course, Big Girl replied while swiftly flying away. As Honey carried Cholor around while flying over the Rosado Ocean, a thought came to her mind. Cholor. Why are we looking for Donya Miartaita? She has to be saved! But what if we find her and she's perfectly happy? Then we will look away! We will not force her! If she really wants to be a barker's. That's right, Henny sounded off. Just then, the two friends caught sight of a beautiful wooden ship with cloud-white sails docked off a lush green island. That has got to be them! Cholor yelped. It better be them. We've only been flying for two hours. Henny squawked with a slight hint of irritation to her voice. The two friends quietly landed in a nearby lagoon. What they saw shocked them. There they were, a group of kittens and mules, all shapes, sizes, and colors, dancing. They all looked sad. A few were even crying and begging the moor standing at the head of the group to let them take a break and stop dancing. Dunkar! Penny immediately covered Huller's mouth with her wing. It's only the two of us now, Hala. Do you want to get caught? Honey whispered. Hala shook her head. But why is he making them dance? Shh, Honey cautioned. Watch and listen. Mmm, Honey sparklet and Jota! All of you, step forward. The moor screeched. 
The three kittens looked very scared. No! He screamed. They slowly walked forward to the front of the group, their heads bowed down. You are still dancing like cats, bouncing from your knees like that. How many times have I told you to be chubbier and more energetic, beloopy, like a baka? He shrieked. The three kittens began crying. He sighed and rubbed his forehead with his hoof. Go run! Three barks' laps! I want to hear you woof, woof, woof! With every step! Kapshmiel! Kapshmiel! <laughs> they said back tearily while heading off into the jungle. As for the rest of you, drop down and roll. I want to see you roll in the dirt. I want to see many faces and all smiles. Cholet and Honey scanned the crowd for the face of their friend, Doña Mieltita. She was in the back row and looked to be sneaking away. You in the back, Don Carlos screamed. Anyone who doesn't that ready away will be running boxes laps until sundown. The kittens and cats all panicked and jumped on top of Doña Mieltita. Bring that mule to me! Doña Mieltita struggled and kicked with all her might, but she was no match for all the mules holding her down. They began kneading her with their paws to calm her down, and then presented her to the dawn. You! Not up for being a barker anymore! This is nuts! I want to go home, she yelled. I do not want to hear another squeak out of you! You! You are going to relapse the whole night, and I want a strong whiff! Woof, do you hear me with every step? He screamed. Mialtita started crying as the other meows led her away into the forest. We have to help her! Chola groaned. Chola, what if we get caught? What are we going to do? We have to be really careful. Honey cautioned. If I run next to her... Everyone will think I am just another meal from the Skullses. Erica Balloon, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Let's, Let's do, do it. it, the two friends said together excitedly. Hola, tired as she was, felt like her legs were going to melt under her. She couldn't bear to ask Henny for another ride because Henny had already flown for two hours. So she ran slowly around the island into the forest. She couldn't leave Mialtita alone like that. It was just too terrible. The forest where the mules were running laps was dense and very hot. It was covered in vines and all sorts of big, small, 
and everything in between trees and plants. The fur on Holer's body stuck to her like a warm jacket. She didn't think she'd be able to run laps, not like this. She was hungry, and her paws ached. Come on, Holer, for me later, Henny said encouragingly from a tree high up above. Holer smiled and found the last bit of energy she had to start a lap. Hey! Psst! Holer whispered into Mjoltita's ear as she came upon her on the lap circle. Mjoltita nearly fell over when she saw Holer. Holer! Mjoltita rolled into Holer's tummy and pushed the two of them right into a bush. Holer! How did you even? Mjoltita, there isn't enough time to explain. I am happy to see you too, but we got to get you out of here, Holler urged. No, we have to get them all out, Mjoltita said sternly. But why? Because they want to get out as much as I do. They just too are afraid to say it. Don Carlos, he is horrible. We all want to leave. Our parents, they must be so worried. Holler plopped down onto her back while Miotita kept talking. This was worse than what she thought. How were she and Henny going to get all these gnolls out of here? Henny, are you hearing this? Holler said softly. Yeah, I'm here. Henny whispered back from right outside the bush. Let us get to the bottom of this, Holer asserted, interrupting Henny. First, how many mowers are on this island? At least ten, yes. How many meows? Probably thirty, trente. What is stopping you all from leaving? Water? Not knowing how to captain a ship? Mjotita conceded. And probably Don Carlos's hate. He is very scary. We are afraid of what he would do. Holer and Honey sat back and once again fell into deep thought. Holer kept coming back to Don Carlos. Something was not right about him. What was it? His tail? His fur? The way he crinkled his nose when something excited him? What was he hiding? Elgabloom, Holler yelled. Don Carlos is a mule! How could I not have seen it sooner? He's a mule and he is ashamed of it and he is hiding it. Henny and Mjoltita stared at Holer in amazement. They wondered how they didn't pick up on it sooner. It all made sense now. That's why Pele's mom said it would never work out between them. He's a meow, not a cow. Henny exclaimed in wonderment. Well, Mjoltita exclaimed. Then this'll be really easy, Henny said while relaxing on her tummy. Easy? Holler was shocked. I think it has been too long since you have eaten, my friend. Hear me out. Everything all the mirrors thought about Don Carlos is a lie. Sir, 
Once they all find out he lies, they'll say, What else has he lied about? Penny continued. Aha! They will not trust him and he will lose his power, Huller concluded, finishing Henny's thought. All we need is someone to get a bunch of mouths a little angry, Miotita said with a smirk. Stir the pot, Huller grinned back. Rattle the cage, Henny said with a chuckle. Right then, Henny and Huller's tummies both grumbled very loudly. You know, this island is surrounded by mermaids. They have been keeping us company since we came here. They bring us food, and they sing all night, Miotita casually commented. Let us get some food. We must, Huller pleaded. To get to the shoreline, just follow the singing, Miotita said nervously. I have to go. They will be wondering why I am taking so long on this lip. We will help you. Do not worry, Hala reassured Miotita as she scurried out of the bush and back into the darkness. The two friends wasted no time finding the shoreline. When the Murmios saw Hala and Henny, they immediately offered them a bath in the lagoon. They also offered seaweed salad, fresh steamed coral with jellyfish jelly dressing, fried eggs on seaweed bread, and sea cucumber with sugar lightning glass. Henny and Huller ate and ate, and then they ate some more. When they finally felt full, they began talking to the Murmios, who had been eagerly watching them, waiting to learn about their new friends. You know all about Don Carlos and what he has been doing to these mules and kittens, don't you? The Murmios nodded. They were beautiful. All of them had different colored tails. Each tail had different patterns, both miniature and big, and shiny scales that glittered in the moonlight. Their hair was silky and glowing, they all had decorations on themselves, seashells, mini starfish, bright sea silks, and poppy-colored dinoflagellates. We like to sing, a mermio said. The others all nodded in agreement. What do you sing about? Henny asked. Things we are grateful for, another one said. What about things you want to change? Huller asked. Henny told the Murmials the story of Don Carlos, how she believed he had once been a mule who was never happy with himself and decided to become a moomooer, how he was running a horrible school that taught mules to hate themselves and become something they're not. As the Murmios listened attentively, they grew sadder and sadder. The tears streaming down their faces turned into pearls, dropping into the sea and casting a glowing white sheen to the water. Then they began singing, parts of which were in unison, a few that were solos. 
sounds of Mjol's crying, running, moving, shifting about, the sounds of Moo Muir's grazing, all ended. The Murmios continued. Once a Mjol, now only a cow, he spreads his hate to make you an ingrate. What a mean Mjol. But says he's a cow. Yaw. Whiskers, paws, meows, claws, cows, me. This way I can wobble, this way, that way, no way. Number three, not a fur on the fur, no curve. Black la mayor, bloom me, eat some yellow, like a bloom. Stream your for three, la hand, black a layer. Yahoo! The two friends cheered as they danced along to the Murmyaw's chant under the moonlight. Buzzing. Honey and Huller immediately flew to where the ship was and saw Don Carlos being carried away into the surf by all the mules. No! Huller yelled as she ran towards them with Henny by her side. What are you doing? Huller screamed at them. We are going to throw him into the water and captain the ship. Ha! One of the meows replied. You cannot hurt him like that! Huller shot back. After everything he has done to us, he does not deserve to come back with us! Meowtita responded. So you want to be just like him? Huller asked. The mules all stopped riding and looked confused. What do you mean? One of them asked. You are no better than him if you do this. He wants you to have hate and anger. Tears welled up in Mjoltita's eyes. But I hate him so much. You can hate him. You do not have to forgive him. But you are a good mule, Miotita. Do not do this. You are leaving this place because you chose to love yourself. You are not like him. The moment all of you drop him in the surf, You've become just another Don Carlos, Honey added. The mules looked around. 
they looked at each other. They looked out into the ocean at the Murmyals, who were watching from a distance. The choice is yours, Hani said. The Myals dropped Don Carlos on the sand. We cannot do this, one of them said softly. The other Myals all nodded in agreement. We, Mialtita began. If, if someone can agree to cart him, we can all board the ship and take him back with us to Perro Forest. I will, a little meow volunteered bravely. Then what after that? The brave little meow asked. The Perro Forest community will decide what to do with him. Maybe Jal, maybe Kemp. I don't know. Who is captaining the ship? Cholor asked. The Moo Mowers, Miotita responded. They're excellent sailors, and Picoro Sparrow came around this morning. She will be our navigator. As the mules all boarded one by one, and the Moo Mowers prepped the sails, checked the wind and opened the maps and bade the Murmyals goodbye. Mialtita ran to give Cholor and Honey one last hug. Cholor, Honey, thank you so much. You stopped me from doing a very bad thing. No, we didn't, but you're welcome anyways. You wouldn't have done it. It's not who you are, Honey replied. A friendly meow yelled from the deck. You should come. It is a lot less tiring than the two-hour flight you will have to make, honey. The two friends nodded in agreement. And with that, the three friends ran to the ship, hearts full of love for the murmyals and bodies heavy from all the pearls gifted to them, to begin their journey back to Perro Forest. <laughs>